people and welcome back to those ball chicks your favorite alopecia podcast i'm Paige, and i'm here with kristen and our seventh mama guest ashley tompkins she is the mom of an amazing alopecia named gracie so welcome ashley and thank you so much for being our seventh guest on this series if you want to jump in and just talk about your daughter how old she is when she was diagnosed okay she's seven and she was diagnosed probably september of 2019 And it's kind of easy to remember because she started losing her hair shortly after I had my son, which I sometimes link her alopecia to that just because it was a change in the stress factor. She was first diagnosed with, I guess, alopecia errata, but like patchy because she only had some spots missing, but it quickly advanced really quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, It was like, let's see her birthday of that year. She had only hair kind of like on the sides of her, her head was really long. Yeah. And then, and then it kind of went to just like, kind of like a rat tail in the back and she called it her hair. Like that was her (laughs) only piece of hair left. And then the pandemic hit and then she went completely bald. And then I think it was January of last year is when she lost her eyelashes and eyebrows. Oh, wow. So pretty quick. Quite the progression. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we know somebody here where we live that also has alopecia, and that same person, she's an adult, but she also lost her eyebrows and eyelashes at the same time Grace did. Whoa. I thought that was really interesting, too. You're kidding. (laughs) Mm -mm. Yeah. Whoa. chills. Yeah, that's that's wild. (laughs) That's wild, though. Kind of makes sense, though, because with the pandemic and everything going on, it's a lot of trauma, a lot of stress. And so that makes sense because I know a lot of people with alopecia have been seeing so many changes the last couple of years with their hair loss. So, yeah, that's crazy that they had loss at the same time. Yeah, because we saw her like a month after and I told her, I was like, yeah, she lost. I mean, she had like a little bit of eyebrows and a tiny bit of eyelashes. But then like when we saw the other person, she's like, oh, I lost mine too. So wild. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's wild. That's cool that you have someone close, though that you can relate to and talk to about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's been very helpful. Oh, absolutely. So during her journey, so it's only been a couple of years, correct? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So during the last couple of years, what would you say the biggest hurdle for you personally as her mom during her hair loss journey was? Trying to grieve quietly without her noticing, because I don't want her to think that I won't love her because she doesn't have hair. She was actually in a ballet class and I thought I started the progression to go faster because I was putting hair gel in her hair and putting it up in a bun like you're supposed to. But I actually pulled her from ballet because I was not embarrassed of her, but I guess embarrassed of the situation that was happening because I didn't know it was happening. I had no idea. Never even heard of alopecia. Yeah. So. So it was just kind of a lot all at once. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hard, too, because we had another mom where her daughter is in dance, too, and she was terrified about having a middle part for her daughter That because that's where most of her hair loss was, was on top. And she said with the dance world, they could be all about your hair and how it looks and everything. So, yeah, those worries definitely make sense in the dance world. Yeah, I was able to hide some of it because it was yeah. started kind of over here. But yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, Kristen talks about when she lost her hair, she thought it was an oatmeal bath she took when she was little because it was like she took an oatmeal bath and right after lost her hair and she's like, oh my gosh, what the heck happened? I thought it was my extensions that I used to wear in my hair because I had really thin hair. So I would just use clip-in extensions and that's when my first bald spot showed up was right where one of the extensions would sit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am literally ripping out my hair with these extensions and nope. <laughs> It was alopecia. Something to blame, right? Like you you want it to be for a reason so that if you stop it, then you'll get your hair back, right? But it's like, no, there is no rhyme or reason for this. It wasn't an oatmeal bath. Plus, it's not going to happen like this, right? Like I literally stood up from the oatmeal bath and was like, what's all this hair? Right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So did you get diagnosed shortly after? Were you like, oh, I don't know what this is. What should we do? Should we go to the pediatrician? Well, I thought she was pulling her hair out at first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Because she has had bald spots in the past before she started losing all her hair. So I thought maybe she was just pulling her hair out because she actually has other medical issues at that time and still does because she wasn't eating when she was out, like really little. She was on a feeding tube for a year through her nose. Okay. So I thought maybe it was just bad nutrition and she was just behavior wise. It was just pulling it out just because. Then they were finally able to, she got her tonsils and adenoids removed, which helped her start eating again. But then she was also diagnosed with something called EOE. I can't, I don't know how to say the actual word. It's really hard. So what I've learned with that is possibly it's linked to alopecia. Oh, really? Wow. But they can't say that it is because they don't know. So is it like a lot of kids that do have that have hair loss? I'm not 100% sure. I am on like an EOE Facebook page and there's been a couple parents that have asked. I don't usually comment in there because I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, so I don't want to give advice. I don't know, but depends on who you talk to medically wise. Some will say that EOE is an autoimmune and some will say that it's not. So I don't know. Well, there's so many autoimmune diseases that link. I mean, that's a brand new one that Kristen and I are learning about now. Right. That just link together. A lot of autoimmune diseases are so similar that it's like most people with them have more than one. More people we meet and have on these and guest appearances and moms, we learn, oh my gosh, you could even have more than two too. Like I have Renaud's, which is like a circulation issue and then alopecia. On my grandma's side and my mom's side, they have rheumatoid arthritis. And I'm like worried that I'm going to get that too, because I'm like, well, I already have two. (laughs) So why not a third one? You know, I just found out the other day that my grandma had rheumatoid arthritis and I'm just like, kidding. Oh my God. This is all like coming together. Yeah. 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 And rheumatoid and alopecia are super, super super closely tied. Yeah. That's crazy. So with her hair loss, what would be the biggest hurdle for her to go through so far? You know, I don't think she really has any big hurdles that she needs to go through. We kind of did all that in the very beginning. She's in gymnastics. She's also in martial arts. She's not in dance anymore. But in gymnastics, there was a little girl there that would ask Grace, like, why your hair cut like a boy? Why do you have no hair? Why is your hair doing that? Things like that. And the dad was mortified. And Grace came up to me. I was like, she won't stop calling me a boy. And I said, well, just tell her you have alopecia. Yeah. And she'll stop. That's why she's doing that. And she's like, okay. So she told her. And then that little girl stopped asking her. Um, and then at martial art, actually, I haven't really dealt with a lot of adults being rude. But yeah. 
we were at a Halloween party there. And this is when Grace still had hair around the side of her head, but lost the top. And a dad came up to me and asked if she got a hold of clippers and wanted to give herself her own haircut. And I was like, no she actually has alopecia she wouldn't do that like on purpose right and so he he was like oh sorry okay I I guess another hurdle would be when we're in the store we've had a few people uh come up to us and ask to pray for her and I'm like well ask her if you want to I mean but she doesn't have cancer right so Grace will say yes because she loves to she loves being prayed for she loves the attention she's like please (laughs) (laughs) please do (laughs) but we've kind of already had issues like that with I mean with her having a feeding tube so we kind of are already exposed to being questioned about the way she looks that makes sense that's the question that scares me as an adult the most that's the question that kind of keeps me hidden and not able to go out there is the cancer question because I sit there and I'm like do people really walk up to people that they think have cancer and say stuff like that because I would never I would never just walk up to someone and be like oh I'm so sorry can you imagine doing that so (laughs) that's why it blows my mind that people actually do that because it's almost like is that person doing it for themselves for themselves to feel better because they told this person that they're praying for them or they're thinking about them but When you actually sit down and think about it, that just makes that person so uncomfortable. Pulling out any difference of someone is so uncomfortable for that one person. So for someone to just walk up and be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your cancer. And you're like, huh? (laughs) Like, what? why are you even coming up to me? It's just so crazy that people are so... I kind of almost want to call it nosy and they want to know everybody's stories and everybody's business. And it's like, why can't we just walk around and just not be noticed in that way? Another mom said that she was out for her daughter's birthday and every person was coming up to her daughter saying happy birthday. And she's like, normally that wouldn't happen if I was with my son or my other son's. And I knew in that moment that it was because my daughter was bald, but she didn't know. And then it came to fruition that she did know, but she thought people were saying happy birthday to her because she was awesome. <laughs> and it was like the difference between moms and kids, the thought process of everything is so crazy. So you almost want them to keep that innocence where it's like, oh, no, I'm just awesome. And everybody loves me. And every, like for Gracie, everyone loves to pray for me because I'm cool. <laughs> um, well, Gracie knows why they're doing it. Yeah. So it's really funny for me because... We were at a martial arts tournament out in Eugene, and there was a booth there that had these really cute little blankets. Oh, I wish I had one in here with me right now so I could show you. But she went with Dojo's wife. She went with her and her daughter to go look around and stuff. And they come back with these blankets and all these socks. The socks were free. Yeah. And I was like, well, how'd you get that blanket? Oh, the lady said we could just have one. And I was like, really? I was like, okay, well, okay. So my sister went to go get her son one to surprise him with it. And she comes back without one. And she's like, the lady said it was their $18. And so I said, David, so I could David, which is my boyfriend, Grace's like stepdad. Yeah. I said, take Carlisle. That's our little three-year-old and take Grace and see if you can get him a blanket. So he, he took Grace with him and she gave Carlisle. Because Grace went up to her and said, can I get one for my brother? And she's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And gave her another free blanket. You're kidding. I I was like, okay, this lady definitely thinks that you have cancer. 100%. Um, 
So I went over there with my sister and I bought my nephew, uh, cause I didn't have grace with me yeah. and I went over and bought him a blanket, but I was like, okay, well, you know what, in my opinion, and this might be come off wrong, but if you're going to assume my child has cancer and you're going to pay for something for her or give her something, then that's on you because yeah. oh, it's yeah. really not your business what's going on with her unless she wants to disclose what's going on with her 100 completely agreed like you're gonna make that assumption it was just like um we had another mom on here that was telling us about her child who got pulled over for a speeding ticket and she was not given one and I was like you know what I'm gonna try that out if they make that assumption that's on them yeah absolutely if I get off Scott I'm fine and get someone to pull me over yeah right I haven't experienced that yet So hearing from all these moms and all these guests that that is the number one thing that happens is well, people have bought people meals because of it. Yeah, like meals, like literally anything, groceries. It just confuses me because it just puts so much light on your hair loss, and you're like, okay, you're only doing this because I have hair loss, but you almost don't want to correct them because you don't want to get in that conversation sometimes. You just, every single time you step out of the house with your hair loss, with your bald, you don't want to explain it to every person that's trying to give you free stuff and trying to do all this because you just want to go run your errands sometimes, you know? You just want to live your life. You don't want to have to explain yourself all the time to these nosy people. Right. Man, it's something else, isn't it? Oh my I mean, gosh. I like free stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was going to say, on the other hand, you know, Grace has gotten quite a bit of free stuff because people are nosy and, and are very, yep. they assume things all the time. Yep. So it's and just kind of like, like where's thanks. Free? Yep. Where's free stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go, I always get gifts. <laughs> so in regards to that too, since she knows that that's why she has alopecia and everything and everybody kind of pays attention to her more has she ever asked you the question why don't I have hair and how do you explain that to her in the very beginning she did especially when she lost her eyelashes and eyebrows like that was her last stitch of hope of getting her hair back and she asked me why and I I told her I said that you have it's an autoimmune it's just something you have your body's fighting against your hair follicles and there's nothing we can really do for that. We did try treatments and that was up to her. She, it was really actually kind of sad for me when she was like, mom, and she was six when she told me this, might've been five. I don't want to do hair treatments anymore. My hair is not going to come back. Oh, so she knew. Yeah, she did. And just recently she noticed her eyelashes coming back and she has like little tiny pieces of black hair. And I have to explain to her, like, that's awesome. That's great. But your hair is not coming back. And if it does, it more than likely will fall out. And she goes, I know. (laughs) At such a young age to have that realization, like, yeah, it comes and goes. It's great though, that she just recognizes that, you know, I feel like that's going to help her through life is knowing that it probably won't come back. So let's not really hope for it or celebrate it. Let's just go with it. You know, that's great. That took me like so long. I was in my 20s probably Same. before I had that realization. So that's Same. huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know you said that with a couple of kids, they've said comments. Has she dealt with bullying outside of that in school or anything? I've asked her about at school and she said, she said, there's this really mean kid at school that picks on everybody. And he does talk about how I'm bald. And I just ignore him and walk away. And I said, well, that's good. I said, but maybe he needs friends. 
And I said, maybe you just, you know, tell him, you know, that's not very nice, but let's go play. Let's go do something else. And I haven't heard her talk about that child anymore. So I'm not sure, but on Children of Alopecia Day, her school really brought it together. And I reached out to her teacher and the school counselor and they like made it an entire day where the whole school learned about alopecia in their classrooms and read a book, What's Crazy Hair Day with No Hair or Hat Day or something. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. And she took cupcakes and it was she had so much fun. I see the tears in Kristen's eyes. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> Don't do that. Keep it together. Go We're on. trying. These episodes are hard for us. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, they really are. They really are. That's this makes me so happy <sighs> that like things like that are being done now. We're celebrating it versus receding into a shell and hiding it. So it's, yeah. Yeah. it's fantastic. It's like, just such a different. If I could have a cupcakes for having alopecia, like, come on. Yeah. That's like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah and i'm very I th- involved i'm very involved with school as That's best as i can incredible and i think that this hits sweet. these episodes hit home for kristen way more than they do for me too because she was so young when she got it and she was a kid like she was 13 so seeing all the kids now getting celebrated with their alopecia and moms celebrating children's of alopecia day and having all these support groups it really hits home for her because it's like None of that was available for her when she was so young. So, like, seeing that and just seeing how happy Kristen gets to hearing all these stories is, like, everything for me, too. Because I'm like, oh, like, we're going places with all this. And, you know, we're seeing so many strides to changing and normalizing, you know. So, it's so great that her whole school is like, let's make this a day. Yeah. It was cool. She was so excited. She was so happy. And like, cause her kindergarten year, cause she's first grade, her kindergarten year was all online. And then it, they weren't able to really do anything until they started doing like the cohort days. And so she was there half days. So like this year it's been, her teacher's amazing. Like her last year's teacher was amazing. This new teacher is also amazing and very accepting. So I love to hear that. I've also learned the mom episodes that the schools and teachers are trying more to like incorporate everybody's differences and everything. I know not every school is going to be like that. So that's why it's important for us to have all the moms on to give maybe other moms and other parents ideas for their kids' schools and stuff like that. Like reading the simple thing of reading a book to a classroom about alopecia would help, you know, it would Mm -hmm. help people know about that difference and kids know about that difference to know how to talk to people and kids with alopecia. So I think that's incredible that they made a whole day about it. Well, Uh, they reached out to CAP also, the CAP Foundation. Really? Yeah. Some teacher there that sets up stuff. I don't know exactly what that teacher does, but reached out to CAP to, to learn more and to get more information to help make that day a day. Incredible. (laughs) incredible that's cool that they did it you know like you didn't be like hey do all these things like they were like okay i'll reach out to this i'll find all this information that is cool that's almost better (laughs) than like you instigating it and doing let's do all this and everything that's like them. Well, I emailed the teacher and counselor right. just to say, hey, but I didn't have to do anything else. Right. And I don't know if it helps because I, I work in the school district or yeah. if it, you know, I don't know. I don't know if like another parent were to do something like that, if they would get the same. Yeah. You know what I just thought about, too, is kids going through that whole day and learning about alopecia. There could be kids in that group that haven't gotten alopecia yet, that haven't been diagnosed. So they know about it. 
So it's like, oh, alopecia is a thing. You know, my friend Gracie has alopecia, yada, yada, yada. Years down the line, they get alopecia and instantly know what it is. That is going to help so many because, look, you didn't even know about alopecia. I didn't (laughs) either. Kristen and her mom didn't. That was the terrifying thing was like, what the heck is happening to me? And not knowing. So I feel like even kids and adults that haven't got diagnosed now knowing about alopecia because your school or her school did that is going to help so many you know so that's cool mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. cool yeah it's like the ripple effect of all of the little things that we do right it's 100% just have a huge impact so. there's so many ways that it helps and I think that's so impressive I think it's so cool to see it happening yeah exactly so what have been your best resources in the beginning, well, and still is the adult that lives near us because the daycare that Grace went to actually told me about this person. So at the time, she was working at a hair salon close to us. So our first interaction with her was going to the hair salon and her doing Grace's hair, <laughs> the little yeah. bit of hair that was left. She did yeah. a little trim on it and <laughs> it That's was so, so cute. cute. <laughs> and then we just kind of kept that relationship. It, she sees her like maybe two times a year just because you know everyone has their own things that they're doing and and actually this person's going to be a mom soon so (laughs) I'm sure we'll see her less now because she's going to have a baby we're really excited that's cool um and then Baldrage actually a mom reached out to me on a Facebook group and said hey check this out and or no Instagram I'm sorry it was Instagram yeah. And ever since then, I first I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what this is all about. I'm a very like, stay in my own kind of world person. Yeah, absolutely. And so I finally was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. And it's been the best thing for Grace, because she was wanting to wear her wig all the time. And I'm very anti wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, I don't like having to take care of it. Oh. She can't do it. And I'm yeah. very nervous whenever I have to take care of it. Actually, not even gonna lie. I haven't watched that thing yet. because I'm too afraid to. <laughs> oh, we get it. Trust we me. We, we understand. <laughs> horrendous yeah I don't even know know. I'm just scared too because it was a long process to get it in the first place and second she doesn't even like wear it the whole day I don't know I just don't like her wearing wig it makes her look different it doesn't make her look like her and I'm just like well I'll get it ready for tomorrow just remind me and then she totally (laughs) forgets about it she's like whatever (laughs) we do have it she does wear it sometimes hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode and you're out (laughs) yeah she's like wait where is that wig mom (laughs) i'm gonna let her listen to it i don't care (laughs) she'll love it talking about her yeah right right. she's gonna love it she's like they're talking about me this whole time another resource that my dad actually found was the hat maker in portland pinkman millinery or something like that she was in the news here and my dad my dad's a big like loves loves bisbaldi gracie is his thing but (laughs) (laughs) so he reached out to us and was like hey there's a hat maker and she has alopecia also and here's another crazy coincidence they both have the same stork bite on the back of their neck same i have that too do you really i have it too do you know right back here do you know what's so weird I have noticed people have been taking pictures of the back of their heads, people with alopecia. I just noticed somebody else post a picture of like progress of her hair, uh, I think falling out again. She has that stork bite. And I was like, is this a thing with people with alopecia? Are a ton of people with alopecia have that red stork bite on the back of their neck? Because I have met like 15 to 20 people 
and I've seen pictures of their stork bite. And I'm like, is that a part of it? <laughs> That's so <laughs> crazy so that weird. you say that. That's weird, right? Yeah. yeah, she actually, the the hat lady actually brought it up and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the same pattern, same no, spot. Yeah, <laughs> wild. Yeah, it's like right at the nape of your neck, right? Yeah. Weird. Crazy. I have that too. So I wonder if there's like a tie between like people with alopecia and stork bites. Odd. Or like the type, maybe the type of alopecia. Right. Very hmm. bizarre, but that's cool. So she makes hats and it's like for people with alopecia? Uh, well, no, she just, she's just a hat maker in general. Oh, okay. um, and she measured Grace's head. We had to go down there three times during my spring break, <laughs> like at the end yeah. of my spring break. And so, <laughs> so it was all about hats. <laughs> it was all about hats. And uh, it turned out really cute. She got to pick the color, what she wanted, the design. Awesome. It was just, it was really cool. And we kind of still stay in contact. So, which is nice. And she's told me to reach out whenever we need to get the hat fixed or if her head gets too big for it which I don't see that happening because Grace is really tiny so <laughs> that's cool though I mean was it the last mom we just talked about where she said you know she lets her daughter choose like a hat a headband she like kind of lays it all out most of the time yep. her daughter just goes with her bald head but having those options where it's like I don't have hair so it's nice to wear a hat like Kristen's wearing a beanie it's nice to have those accessories almost because it's like I don't have hair to style um so I just want to throw something on sometimes that's cool especially since she personalized it too and it's like her own hat that she made yeah. almost that's really cool that's it was it was fun, very fun process. Uh, but funny thing is, is Grace doesn't like things on her head, so yeah. she's worn it <laughs> yeah, a couple right. times. <laughs> it just sits in a box in her room now. But <laughs> hey, I at least she showed it. She it has was a mentorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very she cool. Did. Yeah, very cool. She had the whole box, and then she's like, "I got to show you my hat." <laughs> it was adorable. That's cute. That's cute. I personalized it. Yeah, <laughs> that's too cute. So what are you looking forward to in the future for Grace? Like this can be hair related or just in general. Well, she's expressed to me multiple times that she wants to be famous and spread alopecia awareness. So I'm that. hoping for her that that's what she gets to do and that she gets to move to Hawaii because it's warm. That's where she wants to live. I just I hope she her. gets those options to, <laughs> to do that. I don't like the warm. I like where we live. So. <laughs> I like cold too. You know what's weird is I have notes. I have a circulation issue, but I love the cold. I do not like being hot. I'm like, ugh, about being hot. <laughs> I'm always grumpy. Like Damon, complete opposite. He's basking in the sun, just loving the heat and humidity. And I'm Page like over sitting, there in the shade. I have like a big box fan following me everywhere <laughs> I go. So this is our favorite question ever to ask every single mom, because we think it's so important to ask this question, is what is one piece of advice you would give to parents whose child is in the beginning or the tough stages of hair loss right now? As a parent, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad that they're losing their hair. And it's okay to be a tiny bit selfish in your own feelings for it, because it's also a change for you. And then to also just right away start teaching your child to educate instead of hate other people for their questions or stares. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. I feel like a lot of the moms, especially you too, it, it's nice that you guys are teaching your daughters that they have alopecia. Like tell the kids that are asking that you have alopecia because giving an answer to the kid that is asking is going to shut it down because it's like now they know. 
So they don't have yeah. any more questions really because now they know the answer to why don't you have hair? And I feel like that's for adults too. The education portion of this journey is so important because it stops people from staring. It stops people from asking the uncomfortable questions because it spreads more awareness. Then people just won't feel the need to come up to us and be like, hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, did you get clippers? <laughs> you know, did somebody <laughs> shave? Did somebody shave your head like like in uh oh what's that show? Jackass is it? Where they take the clippers oh, to the person's yes. head? Did, did did that happen to you? And it's like no, this is just my hair loss. <laughs> but yeah, that's incredible. I love that advice. That's great. We just wanted to say thank you for being here. Yes, thank you. You have been incredible. All your answers have been great. It's going to help so many moms. We know so many moms listen to this too. And it was a lot about just us as adults living with alopecia. And we didn't think that this would become like talking to the moms and having different perspectives. So we know how important this is for not only moms, but dads too. Uh, We know there's single dads out there too, working with their kids and trying to figure out how to combat this journey. And we want to say thank you for being on. It's, It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes, Thank you for inviting so me. Absolutely. This was fun. <laughs> this was fun. Our chick bit of the day. <laughs> These are all about moms because obviously the mom episodes. So the first Mother's Day in the U.S. was celebrated in 1908. Wild. Oh, right? did not know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of crazy that it wasn't before that, but before also that? crazy. I know. That, yeah. It's been but a also long time. Crazy that it's been like over a hundred years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. We should have but been celebrating like, moms since day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do a lot. <laughs> oh, they do. They really yeah. do. And they hold a lot. Like you were saying, you know, like you don't want to show Gracie that you're upset. So I mean, like my mom did the same thing. I didn't find out till years later that she'd go yeah. in her room and, you know, cry about it. So it's insane what you guys take on as moms. And we really appreciate it. And you're so. resilient. Just like your kids. And that goes over to your kids too. And your kids Mm -hmm. are resilient because we see little kids with alopecia and it's incredible how resilient and happy and proud they are to be who they are. So yeah, we love it. And we give you a round of applause for being an incredible mom. Good job. And thank you so much for being here. You guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in our direct me and that'll be in the episode description. Until next time, guys, Bald Pack out.